This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Hi, welcome to today's podcast. We've got a variety of stories for you. I was trying to emulate this guy. Uh, I couldn't do it very well converting it to the podcast there, but there used to be a, a Domino's pizza when I was growing up, right? You know, I don't need to get into the details of why you would be ordering a Domino's, do I? But we've all been there, right? Anyway, uh, the guy who who, who did the, the phone greeting, here's what it sounded like. And I could do this pretty accurately, I think, still. He'd say, hi, this is Brian. No, he'd say, uh uh, did he say, welcome to Domino's? Yeah. Hi, thank you for calling Domino's Pizza. Let me start over. Hi, welcome. <laughs> I should have teed this up a little better. Maybe I should have, I could have, I should have, could have cheated and did it all in advance. You wouldn't have to hear this nonsense. That's what NPR does. The new public radio. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Hi, welcome to Domino's. This is Brian with Domino's. Today's <laughs> I can't do it. I'm just going to screw it up. I really can do it if I'm not trying to record it. This is Brian with today's special. <laughs> Two large one-topping pizzas. <laughs> with your ch- Anyway, I got a chance to meet this dude, right? And I was like, dude, <laughs> your voice... <laughs> I don't want to go into what I said about it. I wonder what people say about my voice. Well, I know what they say to my face. You sound like you should be on the radio. You should be an announcer. You don't say. Funny how that works out sometimes, right? Uh, what's going on? I don't know. You tell me. I, everybody, Everywhere I go, people say, what do you think? What do I think about what? What do I think about what? Now everybody wants to know. Ooh, what do you think about this? I, I know you have that podcast. Uh, what do you say? Hey, dude, it's too late. The train left. I don't know. I don't know. They unsealed the uh, the big 34 felony count indictment. And now we know the crime. It was a catch and kill scheme. I saw this. I thought, oh, my God. He was, he was, wait, he turned, he turned into a Clinton. He went, Trump went Clinton on us. He went, no, 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 no. Not like kill somebody. That's what you call a suicide. No, this was like really killing it because you're killing their voice, like silencing them. Oh, really? So this is what this is all alleging. That Stormy Daniels was part of hush payments, that Trump had this this uh, sniper, to use the catch and kill uh, freaking metaphor, that Trump put a sniper out there that any negative stories, they would kill it. But... By killing, they mean pay large sums of money. That's a weird way to die to me. Old Stormy. Stormy took one for the team. She really got killed, didn't she? What did she get, 150 Something like that? I don't know. Catch and kill scheme. I mean, you hear about this a lot, right? No, never. It's a whole new freaking thing. A whole new... Oh, yeah. Yeah, the FBI. Mm, maybe there's something to this. The catch and skills kill scheme. But that's the allegation. That Trump, with, with Michael Cohen, who's now a convicted felon, right? 
He's the, like, the star witness. There's no issue there now. Right? How much does this book deal pay? I, you know, first of all, I want to just back up a second. I'm not sure that I'm ready to say that Trump's the big victim in all this. I'm not sending him checks, I can tell you that. No disrespect, and I'm not saying that this is right or fair. I just, I, I'm starting to look at this whole thing as a, as a, as a, a total theatrics. I don't know about you. I'm just like, I, I don't know if I'm believing any of this. Not one bit of it. I get, I get to the point where it's really at. But as far as it goes right now, the New York Post, which is, you know, Trump-supporting of anything, right-leaning, they're announcing this catch-and-kill scheme. Detail years long! <laughs> Not actually catching anybody or actually killing anybody. Funny. The Clintons, there's dead bodies everywhere. Suicide! Trump pay, pays people with large sums of money. He's killing them! It's... Yeah. Yeah, pretty freaking funny, isn't it? And there's a whole bunch of boobas idiots. Mm-hmm. I knew it. I knew it about this guy. Let me ask you this. Let's just say for a second I'm wrong, you know, because I don't get to be right all the time. And let's just say for the sake of argument that this really is a big crime and it's illegal by every measurable standard, that, that, that you foresee some negative political story and then you go make efforts to, to silence that person, whether it be by payment or coercion or whatever you want to call it. I kind of think that it should be illegal. I really kind of do. Matter of fact, in some cases, I think it's freaking treasonous, like the Hunter Biden laptop story, where the FBI, with that we know now know from the Twitter release, that they censored that too. That the FBI directed Twitter... To squash the Biden. Why, wow, that's not Biden. Oh, really? Oh, it's okay to use your money to do it, but not Biden's own money. I got it. I got it now. Right, exactly. It was a public agency. Trump did it with private funds. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, all right. And all the idiots. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, tell, tell me how this is fair. That's all I want to listen. I'm not here arguing on behalf of Trump. You ever hear me say a word in his defense? Not a freaking word. All I'm asking, I got one simple question. Where do we go from here? I mean, if this is the new way of dirty politics, where do we go from here? You tell me. Years of dumbing down the population to the point that we're supposed to be the most advanced civilization on the planet. Even Bernie Sanders spewed riches, rah, rah. And uh, most of the population can't even calculate a tip without doing the math. Years of media trash. It started with Jerry Springer. Now it's all Jerry Springer. Think about it. Oh, and Trump's other uh, fling. If you know anything about Trump, this is like virtually impossible to believe, the whole story. If anything, I believe the McDougal story more, but even that story, if you know anything about Trump, it's hard to believe. Of course, how do you know what you know that you don't believe? I don't know. If you know anything about sluts, womanizers, whatever you want to call it, same, all in the same genre, let's be equal opportunity, male and female. Let's, let's be transgender equal, shall we? <laughs> Some of the crap that comes out of my mouth. I don't, know, I don't know where I'd come up with it either. 
Where was I? Dumbing people down, media trash, and then the years of neglecting our country, neglecting our families, neglecting our marriages, neglecting our churches, neglecting our communities, neglecting our government. And if you don't believe me, just look at the debt. What is that a reflection of? Is that a reflection of a country of good people, that a country that's well cared for? To have trillions and trillions of debt, dollars in debt, that clearly are never going to get repaid. Isn't that a lie? In God we trust, printed on the money. The full faith and credit of the United States. What is that worth today? Tell me it hasn't been neglected. Look where we are now. It's so bad that you've got a whole population of kids that can't even tell their gender. And everybody's got their heads in the sand. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I know. I know. And some of you voted for Biden. And I'm not saying that Trump was necessarily the answer to everything. But it was a hell of a lot better than this clown. You know, there's people, including myself, I've talked about it many times, that see this uh, as a spiritual war. And it is. You better believe it is. And, and for the people that say, nah, I don't really believe in God. Oh, you will. You will. You'll think about it. Trust me. It'll cross your, your, your little soft soul when, when something, it's amazing to me. Boy, it's amazing. I remember 10 years old, stuck at the bottom of a pool, had to be pulled out and resuscitated. Oh, believe me, I was praying to God. And I could tell you plenty of other times, plucked out like magically. And I, people, I, I'm not here to evangelize. I don't want to be the, the, one of the dirty evangelists that everybody hates if you want to believe the crap out there. All I'm going to tell you is this. Do as you may. When I look at my own life and I look at the times that I put my, my life in God's hands, guess what? Miraculous things happen. When I didn't, not so miraculous things happen. I just look at the raw evidence. We just show me evidence of God. How do you know? I, <laughs> don't start listening to me. I'm a heathen, as heathen as they come. Believe me. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen when the day comes. You, know, you think you're going to heaven and I'm going to hell? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when people say that, I just say, yeah, you probably are. Just to get in their heads. <laughs> but that's another story. See what I mean about myself? <laughs> How could I possibly be a good Christian playing those mental games? I'm laughing. I'm laughing. How can you, uh, well, let me just say this. Uh, it, it is a battle for our spiritual souls. The battle never ends. Every day is a new day in the battle for souls. Do you understand that? No. Some do. Some better than me, probably. But you either guard it and protect it, or it will be gone. And this is the same with many things. So there is a spiritual war going on, but there's always a spiritual war. You can look back at deep, dark times in humanity and, and see the evil prevalent. So it's always there. It's always there. It's a battle every day within ourselves, within our families, within our communities. And there was people that one time knew this. And there was a church on every corner, Protestant church, uh, for the most part. 
And, and people don't like to talk about this either. And I'm not going to say that there uh, was not any, um, but there couldn't be on the scale of the Catholic Church the same sexual abuse that went on. Why do I say it like that? So, whoa, whoa, what are you, Mr. Pro-Protestant? Is it not that I'm making an argument Protestant versus Catholic. Yes, I am Protestant, by the way. But it's not the argument that I was raised Catholic, in case you need to know. I respect both. But the Catholic Church is centralized. The Protestant churches are not. And some completely. And and that's, a, by the way, a consequence, too. You know, kind of one of those Protestants, you never know who the, the Jekyll and Hyde in the pulpit is. And that's true. That's true. There are consequences of both. It's just understanding which is which. And so there was a battle for the soul of the country, even when there was prayer in schools, even when there was a church on every corner. The battle was going on. It might have been quieter. It might have been not as visible, but it was still there. I say this uh, as much of a self-reflection as any because I joke around about the dirty evangelists just because I thought the poll was funny. As if anybody even really knows. Like, how many people actually know what an evangelist is? You know what I mean? Like, of, of people today, right? People people under under 25, what would you say the answer to that? Uh-huh. Oh, is that some kind of angel or something? <laughs> yeah, it's an angel or something. Um, it's a battle every day. I say I say it as, a, as a much as self-reflection. I really do. You know, as I, as I grow... Um, I think of, uh, what is it, Luke 2.14, I think. As he grew, he grew in stature with God and men. And I don't think that that ever ends. I think I don't think that that was meant to necessarily be, uh, well, I guess it was past tense, but I think it's still there's meaning in it, I guess what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to reinterpret the Bible, just take it easy. It says what it says. But um, it's this... I, I believe it's in part reflecting on the spiritual maturity. It is reflecting on the spiritual maturity. And all of us go through that journey. And so I don't get too upset. I don't believe in God. I, there was a time when I probably said the same, you know? And so I don't get all, oh, get all, you know, I don't know. Yes, there are evangelical people that can act a little strange from time to time. But, you know, there's another serious problem, more serious than the evangelicals, I'll tell you that. A lot more serious, and that's the money problem. Money, as you know, motivates people to sometimes do some very strange things. I was thinking about this with Elon Musk, and I know quite a few uh, high net worth people. I don't know any billionaires, but I know uh, several tens of millions in errors, and that's the the extent I know, like these are I mean, people in that kind of wealth category, nobody really knows by design. Uh, maybe they're a lawyer and probably not, quite frankly. Um, I can tell you, I was just talking to a, a friend's lawyer, ironically, and I'm guessing one of their lawyers, and they know they do not know uh, what the person's holdings are. And, you know, these people, they know, and there's stuff's in trusts and blind trusts and double blind trusts and Biden trust. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that's a new kind of trust. You're not supposed to know about that. Um, anyway, what does the Bible say about, I'm not trying to get all spiritual today, but what does the Bible say about rich people? Don't freaking trust them. That's what it says. 
But yet, you know, people make their allegiance to Trump. And I'm not trying to bash Trump either. I mean, he needs our help right now. But I, I don't think that people are supposed to be worshipped. Yeah? I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, there's a serious money problem. It motivates people to do strange things. I was thinking about it with Elon Musk. You know, he's another, and I think he's doing some good things. I do. I don't trust that guy. I just don't. But this money that we have, it's paper, backed by the full faith and credit of the United States, with stories already out there that it's never going to get paid back. Now, that is quite a lie to think that there are trillions of these these bills out there, these these this money, right? And it says, in God we trust, and we're passing this as value, the full faith and credit of the United States. In God we trust. When in reality, the people printing it know that there's no full faith and credit, certainly not under God, because you could literally use it to wipe your backside. In fact, you may want to save them for that purpose, because there may come a time soon that that will be its highest and best value. Now, if money makes people do strange things uh, to get it, wouldn't it stand to reason that people do strange things to keep it or protect their financial interest? Of course they will. Of course you will. But let me ask you this, just in terms of you. How can you be free when your freedom is largely reliant on a money system that you have no control over the value. Does that sound fair to you? You will wake up tomorrow, and every dollar that you have in your pocket will be worth less. Is that the full faith and credit in God we trust? Boy, is that something. If I could, I would ask God, good God, can you tell me, is this money any good? I'm not sure I'd want to know the answer. I think we do already know. And the world is starting to know. You see it. This is bullshit. Forgive my language today. What else do you call it? Full faith and credit. Of what? Of what? A country that's been overrun by, by illegal immigrants? A country that's so far in debt that a quarter of its budget is borrowed money? What would you say to a friend that was 25% of their monthly expenses were being charged to a credit card? What would you say to their their financial management? What would you say to it? What would you say if your kids were living like that? What would you say if your parents or your spouse, anybody, was living like that, but somehow we sit back and let our government do it, and nobody really even puts out much of a fuss? Oh, yeah, they're really destroying things. No, they're ripping you off. Every day we wake up, it's worth less and less and less. And that's how you own nothing. You might think you do, but you don't. It's already been spent, sold, and gone. Bought up while the money was cheap. Mass transfer of wealth, just as Obama had predicted. I wondered. I wondered how they... (laughs) Socialism. (laughs) No, no. Yeah, this is the new democratic socialism. It's called inflation, baby. Just run those presses. We're going to get that money because if you got it, it ain't going to be worth much. 
No, they didn't take a red cent. No, no. If they lo- Trump lowered taxes. They haven't raised them, have they? I don't think so. Maybe some. Did they make some adjustments? I forget. My taxes haven't gone up. No, no. We're just going to give everybody a little more. We're going to call it modern economic theory. Modern monetary theory. Ocasio-Cortex. It was brilliant. It was the whole foundation of the new Green Deal, which I said to take. I stand correct on that. We should have called it for the BS that it was. Great. Sign me up for the new Green Deal. Where's my solar panels, baby? I guess you shouldn't say baby in today's day and age of one gender. Why do we need genders? (laughs) I'm on a roll. I'm on a tear. Let me stick to my point. Does it sound fair that, that, that some politician elected in another state has a say in the metal? Not even, because they don't have any control over it. I've made this point to you. Uh, with, with, with one exception my whole adult life, I don't know what happened with Clinton. They balanced the budget. No, no wonder they planted uh, 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 what's-her-name in the office. They knew his weakness. They're like, yeah, he'll, he'll fall for it. Put Monica in there. <laughs> you don't think? Uh, what's he doing balancing? The bankers are like, no, we need inflation. No, don't say that. People, oh, growth. We need growth. This is funny, right? And I'll tell you right now, there's probably half the people listening have no idea what I'm talking about. It's and, and Right? Because it's so complicated to understand. It's so complicated to understand that they, they print a dollar, they put it out there, and what do they want back? They want a dollar or something. But that something doesn't exist. So they have to, oh, no worries. It's like the drug dealer. I'm not high anymore. <laughs> I can help you with that. I'm out of money. I can help you with that. And the inflation around now, what has happened? This great transfer. What has happened? Does anybody remember me talking about it? I talked about it here. The, the, the huge, um, what do you call it, the, the, the CEOs resigning in the past couple of years. Uh, businesses sold. I know people. Uh, several, actually, <laughs> several people I know, they sold everything. They're like, hey, somebody made me an offer. I'm like, I can't. You have, here, where we're at, uh, um, sewer authorities getting sold. A town uh, in our county, $100 million for this little town sewer authority. What do you think? They're like, this is great for the town. <laughs> Wait till you see how great it is. Wait till you see how great it is when that sewer fee goes through the roof. And all of a sudden, people will be putting, looking at putting septic systems back in. I don't know how you can say that we live in a free society or a fair system when the value of the money tomorrow is different than it is today. That's not free. That's not fair. We need to fix it. And it's how you own nothing because they're just buying it up. All the houses, you know, anything that's good, the businesses, all of it. Where's the growth in small businesses? Obama killed it. Add some regulation to spur the process. You might think you own it, but you don't. It's all gone, transferred in wealth, just like Obama said. So where does all this take us? This new banana republic that we live in, because that's a fact. That they're going to charge Trump with some, what did I say it was? Catch and kill scheme. 
Yeah, that, that's that's probably is that the, under the statute, uh, New York crime statute forty two two, catch and kill is a crime. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna say not. Hey, what about all these people that the Clintons killed? Those were suicides. Don't speak like that, or you'll be sued for defamation. How's that? Shut your filthy mouth. That's where we're at. What do you call that? Free speech? What do you call it? You call it free speech? Um, that Trump isn't allowed to write a check to Stormy Daniels, but on behalf of Biden, the FBI can can censor, tw- tell Twitter to censor whole stories? Really? And, and I'll bet you it's the same people that are peddling this full faith and credit nonsense that are peddling this crap. Where does it all take us? That the, the, the political system... I remember early on when I I was like afraid to mention on the podcast, I think it was like three years ago, when I said political prisoner for the first time. I was scared. I was like, I can't believe I'm saying this in America. I, I, I had to like psych myself up to say it. I'm embellishing the story a little bit, but you appreciate that. Um, I, I, was, I was like, I don't know if I want to say this, but I was like, they are a political prisoner. I forget who I was even talking about. Where does all this take us? Well, you ought to go back in history a little bit. Uh, I'd say to about 1933 exactly. It's called the Enabling Act. I have the link here in the show notes. Allowed the Reich government to issue laws without the consent of Germany's parliament. Fascinating, really. Same kind of things that Democrats are trying with things like uh, packing the court. Uh, In the time in, in Germany... Nobody likes to say this. There's a little more to this story. And obviously, you know, there's people with anti-Semitic views that that have said some very pointed things about this. And just to clear the air on this a second, because um, I don't need anybody accusing me of being anti-Semitic. You know, I don't agree with everything that comes out of the Jewish society or Jewish nation, okay? I don't worship Jewish people. Um, you know, I'm going to talk about it like I talk about anything, all right? That said, uh, I have close relationships with Jewish people that I very much um, value, uh, long-running relationships, and I try to choose my words a little carefully, all right? Uh, but here, too, it's very unfair because we're living in an environment where you can just trash the living hell out of white Christian straight dudes. Oh, but that's a <laughs> Let's not forget... Where anti-Semitism takes us. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, I won't, believe me. So you can judge me on what I say all you want, uh, but I'll tell you with a clear conscience, I'm not anti-Semitic. The fact of the matter is that the, the Jewish people controlled many things in what was essentially a communist Germany. Hitler was the breaking free of that. The lawyers, the the political class, had been overtaken by by lawyers, and and they were Jewish. And a lot of that's happened here, my friends. A lot of that's happened here. Uh, You know, do I think Biden is Hitler? No, I really don't. Um, Not at all. I'll just say that as the government, you know, continues to falter under its own blundering foolishness, the risk grows higher and higher 
that the country, you hope that it falls into something like Nazism. And I say that because anarchy could be a million times worse. People, if you just think about, you know, this is the talk, Trump, if even falling into it. I, I don't, and you don't know what to believe. I saw that he said defund the police. I think what he was really, he was talking about the FBI and the CIA, I think. They misquoted him there. This is the thing the liberals do, too. They were the ones saying defund the police. It was liberals, Democrats. And then the, the uh, Republicans were going to get rid of the FBI. Two totally different organizations. Um, and then the, the Democrats said, oh, they, see, it's Republicans that want to defund the police. Not I. <laughs> it's just a bunch of political crap. People believe it. I see it all the time. And I'll say this, I've often wondered, I studied uh, the Holocaust since I was a kid. My mother felt it was important that we knew this history. I was going to say this about the Holocaust, by the way, and the anti-Semitic piece. Uh, whatever criticism that can be levied or critical comments that can be levied against Jews or Judaism or the Jews in Germany or the Jews in Russia, um, there's absolutely no evidence suggesting that the Jewish people ever participated in any atrocity that murdered millions of people of some other ethnicity. And I don't see how you can take out, and, and I, I don't understand how people miss this. Oh, Hitler was doing the right thing. He was a good guy. and Oh, and he murdered millions of Jews, including women and children. Get the hell out of here. It's kind of like the Putin thing with the invasion of Ukraine. It's not the same. But I'm like, I'm not ready to trust Putin. He said he wasn't invading. He said, well, of course he wasn't going to announce it. No, bullshit. I know it's the second one today. This is what I say about, I've preached on here about the, the ends justifying the means. That's not right. That's not just. What should have happened is Russia should have said, listen, here's our dispute. You said, according to this agreement, that you were going to be out. And we've given you ample time. Now, either get out or on this date, we are unilaterally withdrawing and may take further action. That would have been the right thing. They should have listed the demands clearly. And, and for those of you that have big dreams of, of, of loading up your muskets and, and tearing down the White House, uh, I suggest you do the same. Because if you can't get past that part, you're not going anywhere with the other part anyway, just to put it in practical terms. I uh, I don't know. This whole, uh, you know, I'm a German, Austrian, uh, reading the history about it, what happened. And you think, how could the people be so blind to this? How, everything, I, I read the different histories, much coming out now, you hear the, about the, the Jewish involvement, and maybe they weren't so nice either. Maybe they weren't. I don't know. But how does that justify killing millions of innocent people, heinously murdering them, no less? Not even. A firing squad would have been dignified. That's not what happened in the concentration camps. How do you, how do you defend that on any level? I don't understand. Well, it was a matter of their life and death. That's bullshit, too, because Germany was doing great. Right? Hitler could have kept with his monitor. What do you have to vilify the Jews for? Even if he wanted to vilify them. If he was so right, why didn't he just expel them? Why didn't he ship them back to Israel? Then you would have been like, you know what? This is not believable. Anyway. Anyway. I got off point.
I, just, I wonder how this came to happen in Germany. I, you know, how did, how did you have a concentration camp? I mean, just think about this a second. Right? You know about the Ohio train derailment. So it was like people popped out. Like, what is this? Oh, they're taking them to the camp in Ohio. What camp? And you come to find out that they're shipping people to camps. I don't know, say like COVID camps. Then they pass a law allowing it or something. Canada did, I'm pretty sure. Camps. Why would they be setting up camps? People said it then. This is not for COVID. What the hell do you think it was for? And you get this out-of-control tyrant government or gang, who knows? It's not good. You see a very, very dark side of humanity very quickly. Most people won't be able to take it. All of a sudden, the, the alpha males are going to come back and season again. Trust me. All of a sudden, hey, you know how to fight? <laughs> come with me. Oh, you don't say. So let me leave you with this on the Trump story. And then I'm going to sign off without going into the rest of what I was going to talk about, which was just a bunch of nonsense anyway. Alan Dershowitz was speaking to Charlie Kirk about this Trump story, this Trump arrest, and he says that Alan Dershowitz believes that Trump will be convicted, but it won't survive appeal. In other words, it's just another hoodwink. You know, I guess at this point, Trump's been charged with He's like, I'm going to play my hand the best I can. He's raising money off it. Um, you know, only time will tell. They seem to be gearing up a Biden-Trump rematch. And uh, I couldn't think of much worse for the country, really. Why isn't there any new talent being developed? If I could have one criticism of Trump, it would be that. What new talent has Trump developed in his time in politics? Not supposed to be the Trump show. We're not electing a king. I don't think he's done very well in that regard. I think he's done well in a lot of other regards, but not in that regard. And I question that. I don't know. Just my way of looking at things. I know that uh, I gave the warning in my own way five years ago, over five years ago, five and a half years ago now when I started the podcast. We better be careful or we're going to wake up to a country we no longer recognize. Uh, I listened to um, General Flynn say it in person when he said nation states do fail and we need to be careful. Uh, I'm looking at it, I'm like, by my standards, it's by my standards, this is a banana republic. Twitter labeling NPR as state-affiliated media. What took so long? Like, oh, look at this. Yeah, what do you mean, look at this? There's a great example of what I'm talking about. How's this been allowed to go on? Where's the Republican voice? Let me give you a couple things real quick, rapid fire. If we had a Republican Party, NPR would be gone. If we had a Republican Party, they would have went after Amazon and these other companies for restitution for the damage caused by the money that they gave to this non-organization Black Lives Matter, right? We should have been going after them for the money, this cleaning up of these cities. Where was uh, Josh Shapiro when it came to fighting that fight? Nowhere to be found. If we had a Republican Party, you wouldn't have public service unions, public sector unions, being able to campaign, all the money going into a campaign. What they had, the, the Janus case was it. They barely shut it down. The state of Michigan is going to reversing it right now. 
Republicans do nothing to defend that. If we had a Republican Party, they would be charging Biden right now. They'd be impeaching him. There's enough evidence from the payments that came through from China alone. They've already proven that you don't need any evidence. Charge them. Why don't we just end up in a perpetual state of charges and impeachments? Why don't we do it? That's the only way to bring it in. Look, I said it at the beginning of this. If you don't defend it, you'll lose it. God willing, I'll be back soon. I hope to see you there.